Welcome back to Cloud Wars Live. This is the show that explores the digital revolution taking place across the world, the ups, the downs, the wild things that are happening across all lines of business, the impact that's having us in our personal lives, in our business lives and everything, and really this uh, remarkable move into a new way of living and working. We're delighted to have with us today the president of SAP Cloud, Brian Duffy, who is also the lead executive at SAP for its I would say revolutionary rise program. Brian, welcome. It's a pleasure to have you. Hey, Bob. Great to be here with you, and thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, Brian. You know, I I, I think, and we we chatted about this very briefly at Sapphire last month, but I just think it's ironic in some way that SAP, this company that for half a century has been producing extraordinary technology and continues to do that. It has been a non-technology product in some ways, rise or offering that has really sort of brought together and coalesced so much of the capability that SAP has into a more consumable bundle for uh, customers to have. I'd love to hear your broad thoughts on that and you know how SAP is moving along with this fast moving program. Yeah, so Bob, obviously we're, we're very happy and excited with the momentum that we've had since we launched Rise. We had a lot of traction in the mid-market space, which is, is normal as we would roll out something new. And now we've moved into our, our large enterprise and up into our largest, most strategic customers who have now started their journey uh, with Rise. And I think really what's happening in the world is, you know, for the past couple of years, there's been a global pandemic. Everybody's been disrupted, either good or bad, but there's been disruption. And now let's face it, there's a lot that's going on in the world outside of the pandemic as well which is causing a disruption for all customers. And ultimately, I think what everybody's experiencing is that they all know that they need to transform, but the question is, how are we going to do that? And there's a recognition that the systems which have got us to this point over the past decades are great, they run really efficiently, but they necessarily won't be the same systems that are gonna take organizations forward by another 20 uh, years. And it's causing all boards and all IT organizations to pause and say, okay, what are we going to do to make sure that we have the right agile systems in place so that we are going to be able to react as things happen within our four walls or, or outside our four walls? And really at SAP, what we're doing is we're harnessing the best of the ecosystem. So partnering with our SI communities, par partnering with our hyperscaler friends as well in order to enable our customers to actually deliver that transformation for the business. Yeah, Brian, that, uh, that is a, a good view of, I think, uh, you know, from when you started a year and a half ago to today and, you know, economic circumstances are a little different. I'm wondering, Brian, if you could talk about your experiences with customers from when you started, as you said, about 18 months ago to today. How are they reacting to, to this initiative? What do they like about it most? And what are they then, you know, as they get into the RISE program, what are they coming back and telling you about it? Yeah, sure, Bob. And I think over the last 18 months, we've obviously done a lot of work in terms of working with our customers. But I think one of the things, especially coming out of Sapphire that our customers have experienced is the ecosystem is now really on board with the RISE offering. And we've invested a lot of time there, which is why you have uh, partners like Accenture that have launched Soar or Deloitte that have launched uh, Boost or IBM with, with Breakthrough. They've all launched very complementary offerings uh, to RISE. And many of these organizations, these partners as well, are actually consuming RISE 
and not only uh, offering it to customers, but actually consuming it for their own internal uh, business operations. So I think what customers have experienced now is that we really have pivoted as an organization. And like I said, I think they got that message in a big way uh, from Sapphire, and they recognize that we have made this very large strategic move. And I think what customers are want to make sure is that they get on the journey now, because they recognize that if they're here and we're moving, this gap is is going to be created and none of them want to be left behind. And like I said, you know, we for so long have been working on two questions, which is that how are we going to transform and why are we going to transform? Mm -hmm. And now I think there's actually less focus on the why, because organizations have seen what has happened over the past couple of years and they recognize that they, they need to change. And now really what the focus is um, on, and especially over the past 18 months, has been around how are we actually going to help you get from point A to point B right now, but actually not even just end at point B, how are we going to have an engagement model between us and the customer along with the, the ecosystem so we continuously stay engaged because we're going to continue to evolve because moving to rise is one part of the journey, but it's, it's a journey and it's not an end destination because we're going to continue to evolve and uh, transform as, as we move forward with our customers. Yeah, and, and Brian, I thought that one of the compelling aspects of Rise was the uh, you know simplification uh, to simplify for customers the opportunity to understand what it is that SAP can offer them. I think like a lot of big organizations, there might have been a time in the past where SAP presented a certain face to the company if you're talking about this product line or that product line. And what I've heard from customers about Rise is now they sort of you rise helps crystallize for the customer what sap as a company can do end to end rather than the customer having to go out and do that exploratory work across all these different areas and brian i, I particularly thought the inclusion of the business technology platform the business network and industry cloud really helped distinguish in the minds of customers the range of things sap could do i wonder if you could talk about some of what you're hearing about that yeah, sure. So I think one of the great things that we're hearing from our customers is they recognize that we're operating in our sweet spot. So we are focusing on what we're really good at. And at the same time, Bob, we're pulling in the SIs and the hyperscalers to do what they're really great at. One thing that our customers really like is we've now um, developed an adoption framework, which is built on BTP, which clearly articulates who does what. Because when many customers have moved to the cloud in the past, there's a lot of confusion and a lot of Kind of finger pointing this way and that way because they don't necessarily know who's responsible for what we've clearly now articulated um what our role is customer role partner role hyperscaler or role as well which they really um like and like i said we're operating in our sweet spot telling our customers okay let's move from where you are today to a clean core as clean as possible as we can make it now what they also understand is we're not saying don't um, customize or don't innovate, what we're saying is you need to do that the correct way. And that's where we get to leverage BTP. And at the same time, I think our customers are also hearing the exact same message from the ecosystem as well. So there's we're all kind of singing from the same hymn book here, which is go to standard, use BTP as your layer of innovation that you can uh, develop on top of. And at the same time, Bob, the, the message has to be the differentiator for all of our customers is not the processes that they run, but it's going to be the goods, the services, the experiences that they deliver for their customers. And what we want to allow 
customers to do is exactly what the Accenture CIO said at an event I was at this week is allow them to focus on the build, allow them to focus on, on the innovation, allow them to focus on the things that are going to allow really differentiate themselves from the competition as opposed to focusing on the run. And then we, in conjunction with the ecosystem, will support our customers as well around this innovation and the build, which is ultimately going to be the, the differentiator. Because let's face it, these processes, if it's procure to pay or hire to retire, they're pretty much the same around, all around the world. And we really need to be disciplined in moving, especially our install base now to this clean core, but at the same time, allowing them to innovate, but do it the right way. Brian, if I could just follow up on that, that you, the distinction you drew there and the, the shifting ratios of build versus run for a long time, that just, that was not killing companies, but it was an enormous weight on their shoulders. They, they had all these great ideas for what we could do with technology, but there was never the money left to do it because it was all consumed in that uh, run side of the equation. How has this, how have you helped them flip that to free up more money to do these execute on these great new ideas. Yeah, I think there's just been a realization right across our install base with everything that's happened over the past couple of years. And many, many customers were ahead, right, of, 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 of many. But now I think for the masses, there's been this realization that IT has moved from where they were, let's say, at, at the table to now front and center. Every company needs to be a technology company and every company needs to be operating in a world that's going to allow themselves to use technology as a lever to differentiate themselves. And I think that forcing function is what is now, let's say, reframing everybody's mindset to think about, okay, how can I differentiate as opposed to spending a lot of time on uh, the run? And at the same time, Bob, you know, a lot of these systems were built by great teams mm -hmm. that are still there at, at our customers. Many of them may not be there. Uh, they're coming to the end of their careers, which is also, uh, I think, causing CIOs to then think, okay, what am I going to do in the future? Uh, how am I going to actually support these systems as well? So there's kind of a lot of things that are let's say, coming together or colliding at the, at the same time uh, to force customers to reevaluate what, what they want these systems to look like. Brian, two more things I wanted to ask about. One is, um, you know, you, you talked about the everybody sort of knowing what their role is. There's less finger pointing. But in addition to that, I think one of the things that I have heard is so intriguing from customers about Rise is you've got I know at Sapphire is 40,000, so it's probably a higher number now, but these case studies almost that you can look at to define best practices to help your new customers coming in decide what is the right path forward for me. How's that going? Yeah, so now we get to obviously lever, uh, leverage all of the, the best practices that we have and show to our customers, okay, in your particular industry, uh, this is what a particular process looks like. At the same time, we're leveraging Signavio, uh, which we acquired in March of last year to uh, use that as a tool to explore with our customers where are the inefficiencies and what could actually the systems look like. And really, Bob, what we're doing is we're focusing on that because, yes, moving to the cloud is going to mean things should run cheaper. You're going to get a, a, a return on investment faster, et cetera. But at the same time, we don't want to get trapped into that purely, honestly, tactical conversation the real opportunity for a customer is to say, this is a moment in time, a moment in time when they're going to move their largest landscape, largest application to the cloud. 
And let's pause for a moment so we slow down so that we can then accelerate and speed up because we now have the opportunity to redesign what that system should look like. And honestly, for install base and net new customers, there's a, you know, a unique opportunity because they, they don't have this baggage. For an, a legacy, for our install base, obviously they do have that legacy. But really the question is, if you were to do it all over again, what would you actually design these systems as? And that's where, to your point, where we get to, to leverage the best practices that we have of you know, close to um, 50,000, and we can leverage them and at the same time also use um, the uh, Signavio tools to really reimagine what the business and the application can actually look like moving forward here. Uh, Brian, interesting what you mentioned there. Everybody seems to be these days in you know the 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 race to get to where they need to be. But you said sometimes you have to slow down a little bit to preserve sort of the uh, the energy for the final or the next burst. There's never going to be a final burst, right? In in this world. Yeah, yeah. I think to to slow down because one, you know, it it'll be a large transformation. So we want to take the opportunity to see, okay, how great can we make it? We also need to make sure that we sometimes uh, really look at the change management we're going to be running, because very often, Bob, that's the hardest thing that an organization is actually going to have to implement. And at the end of the day, we have a vested interest here as an organization to make sure that the outcome that a customer is looking for, that they are going to uh, one, be able to experience it, that we will be able to deliver it. Um, and we have a vested interest along with our customer to, to reach that outcome. And I think it's really an opportunity. It's just a moment in time, a moment in time that we all need to take um, and work together along with the, the SIs and, and the hyperscalers to really lay out what the vision looks like. But then the great thing is once we get started, the benefits are received quicker. In the cloud, I have a customer, um, a Current, which is a spin-off from GE, they obviously, um, one, moved to S4. They made the decision to move to Rise within, after we got started, within you know 65 days, they're moving into end-user testing. Something like that would never have been possible before. But now with the cloud, and the same thing is true for Philips uh, Domestic Appliances, a spinoff from uh, Philips in the Netherlands, they're experiencing the same thing. This is possible because of what the cloud allows us to be able to do and the return on investment that customers can now experience as well. And Brian, just to double check that 65 days, not 65 weeks or months. Yes, 65 days, 65 days, which 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 is great, right? And I, and I, I don't think we, we all would have thought that that would have been possible. And another thing, Bob, is we work with a great customer like Levi's. Uh, Levi's, everybody bought a pair, everybody knows the brand, right? We worked with them to clean the core, to move to standard, and we did that. And now one of the benefits that their experiences is when it comes to any upgrades, their downtime is, wait for it, 14 minutes. <laughs> 14 minutes is not something that we ever would have thought would have been possible in the years past, but it is. Um, and, and, you know, that's a challenge now that we have for other customers. Okay, who's going to beat that 14 minutes downtime, right? But that really and truly is the advantages of one, sticking to standard, standard, leveraging the best practices, and then obviously moving to the cloud at the same time. Great, Brian, and final question, just could you touch on, uh, again, I thought that the inclusion in the RISE program of the access to uh, business network and industry cloud is just so significant. How is that playing out for your customers? Yeah, it, it's great because obviously it gives our customers of all sizes the opportunity to leverage um, the network, which is clearly um, a great asset that SAP has. 
Obviously, for our customers, uh, Bob, that's in the mid-market segment, this is something that's resonating extremely well for them. Um, it allows them to, one, get started on the journey of the network. We're also seeing uh, clearly sustainability is more and more important to all customers of all sizes. So now not only can they be looking at their own sustainability by leveraging S4 and reporting on the green line, they can also be looking um, at the vendors and the suppliers that they have that are within their network to make sure that they are also sustainable as well. So again, allows customers to not only experience solely in the ERP space, but then also moving into the network space as well. And then, like I said, BTP, uh, huge uptake in terms of adoption of BTP. And that is in thanks to all of the great work that SAP is doing, but also the great work that our partner community is doing as well in terms of uh, leveraging it um, as the, the platform of innovation. And then at the same time, industry cloud, we're investing heavily now in industry cloud and we'll be seeing more and more um, uh, applications which are going to be available in the industry cloud as one of the opportunities for our customers to really differentiate. And I think there's going to be a lot more to come, let's say, in that space. All right. Well, Brian, thanks. It's been a great conversation. Thanks for the insights. Uh, and let me offer you the final word here. Great. Well, Bob, thanks for, for having me. We're very excited about the journey that we're on. We're very excited to partner uh, with all of our customers. Uh, like I said, this is number one, um, the largest transformation that our customers are going to do. And RISE at SAP is also the, the transformation of SAP as an organization. Um, we are completely invested in the outcomes that we want our customers to experience. And it's an exciting place to be both for SAP and for all of our customers. And we look forward to a bright future together. Wonderful. Brian, thanks very much. Good to talk with you. And folks, thanks to all of you for being with us here at Cloud Wars Live. This is Brad for, with a good conversation with Brian Duffy, the president of SAP Cloud. Thanks, everybody, and we'll see you next time.